0: Hi, I'm Julia Braxton, co-host of Murder on the Market, the podcast where true crime and real estate meet. You are listening to realestatepodcastshow.com. So whether you're 50 plus, in your 40s, in your 30s, or just curious about how selling your home changes as you get older, you've reached the best podcast you're ever going to listen to about this topic. And this is selling success tips for 50 plus sellers. Let me explain why I'm doing this. As someone who has been invested in real estate for literally half of my life, made my first investment at age 24. And I am just over 49 years old this past November. So half my life, I've been involved with real estate on some level. In the beginning of any new venture, every single thing you go through is a learning curve. Everything you go through. But the difference is, in your 20s, there's so much going on. So much of your life is forming. It's still very, very near your childhood. So it's hard for those experiences and those lessons to kick in at that age and and that I'm just talking about me. I, I don't mean anybody else. I just mean that's what it hap- that's what happened for me in my 20s. <laughs> Moving forward a few years in my 30s, um I was in a position where in my 20s I didn't really have a career established until I was 27. Uh, 3 years after I bought my first property, I realized that I could do a better job Uh, with real estate than the person who sold me the house. So uh, I got my real estate license at 27 and I've had it now for over 22, almost 23 years. So going from my 20s to my 30s, lots of things happened, got married. We ended up having our first child when I was... um, i guess early 30s so that's a whole new chapter of life that you're learning from uh and again nothing prepares you for anything like that nothing prepares you for real estate investing nothing prepares you for having children Uh both have the most incredible um, end result and of course uh having children, of course, being one of, uh, for me, the highlights of my life, I was actually able to get into a business that allowed me to be able to raise my kids. So it was something that I was definitely, um, grateful for. And again, all the lessons I've learned along the way, um, still grateful for to this day. So let's move Let's move right into the topic of the podcast, selling success secrets for the 50 plus crowd. So having worked with people, some of them that were in their 30s, 40s, 50s, when I started, I got to live vicariously through their experiences, which is almost an unfair advantage that I've had. And I never took it for granted and I still to this day have all my notes from those experiences and I know that there's a very different mind shift that happens when you're selling in your 50s. Because I've gone through this process where I've sold, bought and sold in my 20s, bought and sold in my 30s, bought and sold in my 40s, and almost close to 50s did the same thing again recently... I know my outcomes and my long-term visions are definitely different now than they were 10, 20 years ago. Definitely different. When you're in your 20s, you really don't even imagine being 50. But once you're in your 50s or close to it, you start to see the fact that you don't really want to miss the runway on your landings. You don't want to have something take longer than it takes because if you're like me, I appreciate every moment that I'm standing up, breathing around my family, around my loved ones. I'm even on, on my way to an appointment tonight and it's uh, almost seven o'clock on a Wednesday night, uh, the week of Um, the Christmas holidays. And as I've told these clients that I meet with, which are wonderful people, I've said to them that I work when you guys don't, which means uh, when there's vacations like March breaks and summer breaks uh, and you guys don't work, if if you guys are on breaks, then uh, I make sure that I'm available because you just never know when uh, you're going to be needed. So back to the success tips for selling in your fifties, you definitely want to make sure that you're working with someone who has your mindset in place where you want to be able to make sure you make the smart decisions. So the example that I use is going back to 1989 in Toronto if uh, you're unfamiliar with this the real estate recession in toronto uh lasted from april to sorry april 1990 i believe it was um till approximately march of 1992 it was only about two or three years in terms of the recession but the effects of the recession went on for 12 years. So people are under the impression that even if there is a bad year or two, then things will automatically get better in year three or four. History doesn't say that. So my point here is if you're in your twenties or thirties and you've got to ride out 12, 15, 20 years, It's very unlikely you're going to care about that because as I said in the beginning, when you're 20, you normally can't imagine what it's like to be 50. You just have no clue what that that's going to... You don't even think about that happening. I I don't ever remember myself thinking one day I'm going to be 50. You just... just too much going on. There's too much of life happening. You're just... Everything's so new. So by the time you get to your 50s or close to there... You don't want to be in one of those positions where you're working with someone who doesn't understand that you might not have a decade to wait for, in some cases, the most amount of money that you're going to see in your life. So making sure that your property is being treated in such a way and marketed in such a way that it becomes almost irresistible to someone is absolutely mandatory. You've got to be able to make sure that the person you're hiring, which is going to be, I hope me in the Toronto GTA area, but even if it's not in this area, It needs to be me. And the reason for that is I can still use the power of the storytelling medium, which is this podcast. I don't care where the listing is, whether it's in Toronto, whether it's in Texas, or whether it's in Tokyo. And yes, I've marketed properties in all of those areas. Because I do work with the best realtor partners in those cities and all other cities in between. So I've got someone in your city wherever you're listening, but I, and I know because of the podcast stats, I know there's people listening all over the States, all over Canada, and all over Europe. And I am so grateful to each of you, and I'm gonna learn how to say thank you in every language where I've had listeners over the last four years. I'm coming up to my thousandth episode. It's cr- it's coming up really fast. And I'm gonna try to remember to say thank you in as many languages as I can learn. And I hope I can learn it without having to read it on the screen, but I might have to cheat and read it off the screen, but it's still sincere. So making sure That those of you, again, in your 50 plus range or close to it, understand that there is a very powerful way to accelerate your results on such a level that I've even been able to put people in their late 40s into a position of being in early retirement mode, simply from doing what I do with my very powerful selling system to make sure that I made the very most of their sale. And this is during turbulent markets to be able to put them in a position where they sold their homes in Toronto. I helped them buy in the cities that they were looking to move into. I was fully coordinating on that. And they ended up mortgage-free, debt-free, with over a half a million dollars in the bank, tax-free. If that part doesn't appeal to you, then you probably can't be helped. Because for most people that amount of money in your late forties, early fifties, isn't retirement money. But the point here is that the retirement that you're likely looking at is not your parents' retirement. The reason I'm very anti-mortgage and very anti-retirement is because they're both based on very, very archaic methods and don't apply really to today's world. So I don't want to be in a position where, and I have never done this, I'm never gonna encourage you to increase your debt as you get older. What worked for me, and I hope what'll work for you, is to take on the amount of debt the highest amount of debt that you can as early in life as you can and start working it down. And it'll take you unless you're coming from some influence or, or money in the family, it it might take you 10 or 20 years to do this. So starting in your thirties and ending off in your fifties is very possible. I know because I've helped others do it and I've been able to do it myself. So I know that this is something that can actually be done, but it needs to have the right people involved. You cannot just call someone that you may have worked with or your cousin or a guy you went to high school with who does real estate to take care of your property because that's not the person you need to hire. You don't need, you don't need someone who specializes in real estate in your area. You need someone who specializes in marketing real estate in your area and being the best storyteller that you could possibly have on your side. Because for some of you, those of you in your fifties and higher This sale might be your peak pinnacle sale. You might not be going higher and higher in terms of properties. You might just be downsizing from this point on. And in many cases, that's the way it is. You sort of go up to a certain level of home and then you downsize after that. So I'm here to make sure that although you're doing the downsize, you need to do it right. You need to make sure that all the pieces of the puzzle are set and that the person that you hire is the the same person who would treat your property and your money as they would their own. I cannot under, I cannot overstate that comment. The person you hire has to be able to treat your property and the money that you're going to make as if it was their own, because it's a very different way people work when they're just treating this as a job where they're punching in nine to five or they're helping you with something that is literally going to change your life. And I've done this so many times for people that I know that it's very powerful. So I'm sorry for going on a little longer than usual. I try to keep these things short and sweet, but this one is like anything else uh, of this nature. It's a huge topic and there's more to be discussed. And there's a special report that I've prepared just for this that you can get from me. All you have to do is reach out, paul.indrigo at c21.ca or realestatepodcastshow.com, and I'll send you this very, very important report to read over prior to making any next steps. And I don't have any control over what you do. So if you're not going to work with me, then there's nothing I can do about that but I still want you to be in the best possible hands with the best information possible. That's something, that's the reason I started this podcast is so that I can spread information to many of you at once that you might not hear from anybody else because some people just don't have this type of experience And I want to make sure that you have every bit of access to that and much, much more because you deserve it. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your five-star reviews that many of you leave me on my website. So you can leave me a website, a review of my podcast or my services. And I hope both, but you can do it through there. You can do it through Apple Podcasts. And I believe you can also do it through Spotify now, too. I'm, I'm not great at asking for this stuff. I've never been good at promoting reviews. But um, if you find this at all informative, it does help make sure that more people uh, get to listen to what I'm saying and help spread the word. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great night.